0: The first step would be for everybody to care about other people and not about themselves only. me. Uh, people should respect each other, and, uh, not dependent with the colour, the gender. Uh, we
1: must avoid all these uh, uh, confrontation. You know? The fact that we're all humans is what unites us. So.
2: But I think you start to think of yourself more as a person from the planet
1: the task of the media is to help society find a common language and communicate.
2: I think friendship
0: and being nice to each other can unite everyone. I want to live in a society that where the people are very conscious, so they make Just conscious decisions. Work for
1: the sake of uh, society, for the sake of love, for the sake of connection. I see that all people want two things, love and a It's a compassionate
0: society, a society that understands that your needs are Validate. what unites us is being in relationship with each other
2: it's about humanizing the human society
3: everybody has to be informed in a in a proper way
2: let's support each other let's help each other no matter what another person may have in the creative society human life will be of highest value and the best human
3: qualities will prevail Hello, dear viewers. Welcome to the live conversation about the Creative Society on Alatra TV. For those who have joined us for the first time, I would like to Creative Society is a unique global project which has been initiated by participants of Alatra International Public Movement from all parts of the world. The, global, the goal of this project is to transform our current consumer society into the creative one peacefully and in the shortest time possible. We call creative such a society in which every single person in the world will live happily, will feel safe and comfortable, valued and loved, will live in a way a true human deserves. To learn more about the project, please visit allatrainice.com. My name is Elena and I will be hosting with Alexi.
1: Thank you, Leydan. Hello, dear friends. And today our esteemed guest is Christian Brillinger, who has decades of experience in cultural interaction between Europe and Asia. He's focused on blockchain technology startup and is an expert in digital marketing, well-versed in international management with a focus on sales and brand brand building. Christian's professional experience ranges from tasks such as building up production lines powered by solar energy to managing the challenges of real estate businesses in a declining economy and successfully building a brand on the hospitality market of India. Christian implemented the largest solar installation program in Asia. He also speaks on management, renewable energy, green buildings and international business. Christian constantly strives to expand his horizon and one of his passions is quantum mechanics. Another passion is philosophy, where Christian has been several times awarded with Doctor Honoris Causa degree. Welcome to Alapla TV, Christian, and thank you so much for accepting our invitation.
2: Thank you very much. Uh, I'm very honored to be here.
1: Great, Christian. The first question for you: You do so much and in so different areas. What inspires you? What drives you in what you are doing?
2: Well, look, in the end of the day, it's, it's a development. You know, whatever area I've been working in or that is interesting, it, it always had something to do with creating a better society, uh, equalizing technology, uh, giving people a chance. I mean, you know, a solar installation in Europe looks quite different when, you know, people maybe want to save some energy in their house than a solar installation in Bangladesh where it means you no longer have to learn with a candle and children can do homework after school and uh, children have the ability to actually uh, thrive and, and, and educate themselves. So, you know, depending on, on what level of society you enter and on what level of society you focus on, there there's very different effects. And that's still a very big interest to me uh, because we we are, of course in a way, from a similar source, but our individuality is, is very complex, you know? No place is the same, and that's why I believe individuality and individuality in governing. You know, it, it has to be a creative process and not a mass process where everybody is categorized over, over a certain standard. You know, what what the person in Bangladesh needs something else than the person in Africa, the person in Germany needs something else than the person in the United States. Essentially, we are the same, but not from our needs and our circumstances.
1: Okay. Thank you, thank you.
3: Thank you very much, Christian, for your answer. And, um, and uh, um, on platform of Alatra International Public Movement, what uh, was uh, on 20th of December 2020, Uh, was organized one conference, international conference, uh, Creative Society United with uh, Can. It was held by volunteers of a lot of international public movement and with friends of Creative Society. Uh, It was a huge step forward for us as a humanity to build the world we dreamed of. Uh, We would like to show you a short script from this conference.
0: Aliens came to Earth. At first they flew around it, saw everything, and then decided to talk to the people on Earth. They asked, why do you have so much garbage and garbage cans? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to build waste processing plants. But why do you have so many hungry and homeless people? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to feed them and build houses for them. But why are you constantly at war with each other? This is because we don't have enough money and we're trying to take it away from others. The aliens scratched their heads and said, We fly around galaxies, have explored many worlds and planets, but have never met such a rare and, as it turns out, such a very necessary resource as money. Could you show us what it looks like and show where you get it in space? Then we will try to get it, bring you more of this money and help you establish harmony on your planet. We don't fly anywhere to get money, the Earthlings answer. We print it ourselves. Yourselves? Said the aliens. Yes. After this answer, Earthlings were deleted from the list of intelligent beings.
3: I understand this is a, a, a just a, a little cartoon to show the absurdity of, uh, of the world we live in. And um, um, we would like to ask you a question about uh, uh, why we're living in such a world where everyone would like to live happily and prosperously, and why are we living in the world of uh, violence and destruction? What is the reason for that, in your view? What do you think is?
2: Um, well, you know, especially when we, when we look at the word intelligence, and if, if you give me a few uh, seconds, we, let's look at that together uh, right now. You know, intelligence is mostly defined as an individual act. You know, like we say, you know, that person is more intelligent than the other person. Or in school, we are dividing children in different grades and different levels, you know, and we say that child is more intelligent than another. But what we forget is that uh, there is also an intelligence that is part of nature, that's part of the universe. Because if they were not intelligent, and I don't mean that in a religious sense, you know, how can billions of planets correctly go around each individual suns? How can the whole universe work together? How can 52 billion cells in your body work in harmony and create trillions of uh, you know, um, basically uh, chemical reactions every second? So we, we need to admit that our limited small intelligence is no match for absolute intelligence. But we are not separated from that intelligence, otherwise our body wouldn't work. And I think that is maybe the one key factor why we are so fragmented, because we see that separation. We don't use that, we've forgotten how to use that absolute intelligence that is within us, within the whole universe. And of course, our limited intelligence is limited. I only know what I know. You only know what you know. And the moment I say, I know, I'm already limited by me. The moment we start already thinking in a group, we know already a lot more. But imagine how that would look if we are thinking not with even the group intelligence, but with universal intelligence. Because then we can actually solve things and not create, you know, like always a problem around the corner. Because individual intelligence is always... egocentric, you know, I'm trying to solve something for myself and I forget what it does to my neighbor. Or I'm trying to solve something for my nation and I forget what it does to other nations. You could even go on. We are trying to solve something for our planet and we don't know what we are actually doing to the universe. If we would know, we would really be embarrassed.
3: Absolutely. You're talking about... um... Uh, unity, yes, because we are uh, united. We can, how we said this conference, uh, united with the universe, united with the nature, united to each other. Uh, we could do a lot, and we could live in different world. Thank you very much for your for your question for your answer. Yeah,
2: you're welcome,
1: Christian. You know, we've we've been asking people for quite a long time about. Uh, about their vision of the world they would like to live in. And uh, basically, we already collected millions of answers from many people. And we understood that, um, you know, in general, all people, they want the same. But uh, everyone explains his vision, his uh, his wish, you know, from different points of view. And that's why we are extremely interested in your vision of uh, you know, kind of the ideal world for you, for your, for your friends, for your relatives, for all people around you. You know, your vision of the creative society. How does it look like in your view?
2: Well, you know, that, that's I think I I, I can maybe uh, answer that with the 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 again with the intelligence that we just talked about. You know, the moment I try to create. A world that is based on my personal vision, on my very narrow view, automatically, you know, I'm I'm not part of something bigger. It, it's an egocentric, egocentric view, more or less, you know, because then I want to do this, I want to get this, I want to have that house, I want to have this building, I want to own that person, I want to own that economy. You know, the moment I'm I'm dreaming like that. It's a very lonely dream. It's it's, I'm in the center and everybody else uh, is is just puppets. But the moment, you know, I I have a dream that where I'm less important and where, you know, the creative intelligence of the universe is basically allowed to, to manifest itself, you know, then actual abundance happens. Because, I mean, you can see that in nature, you know, if a tree doesn't have the ego to be the biggest tree in the forest, all the trees work together. And in a natural forest, they create a perfect harmony, perfect air, perfect ecosystem, because they sort of say, submit to a higher form of intelligence. And then abundance is created. There is no limitation in that forest. The moment we come and say, this is my tree and it's not your tree and this is the best tree in the world, and we start to compare and we start to fragment. Then, you know, the whole problem starts because then we cut, you know, other trees around the tree away because we want it to be bigger. And then of course we destroy other trees and then we create imbalance. And, you know, in a way, you know, the human instinct, which is still a part of us from our, uh, so to say, uh, you know, genetic background and absolute intelligence, they, they don't 100% work well together because the instinct is survival. It's, I, I'm the fittest, I'm the strongest, I'm, I'm, you know, the most important. But if you want to evolve, you know, there, there is no other way that we leave that behind. We, we, we need to dream a dream, but we need to dream that dream together. We need to have an inclusive dream and not an individual dream anymore. You know, look, look for example, at, at, at a person like Elon Musk. You know, he's celebrated for being such an amazing person because he creates battery cars that don't use CO2. But at the same time, in the cobalt mines in Africa, small children die every day. With one rocket he starts into space, he creates more CO2 than all his cars save in 10 years together. So is it a good dream he dreams? Yes, maybe for himself, maybe for his shareholder, for a very small fraction. But it's not a good dream for humanity. And I think that's where we have to start, to, to have dreams of higher nature, of higher vibration that, in, in, that are inclusive. And once we, we dare to do this, there, there is some, really some magic happening that, that you know, abundance and nature opens. You know, we, we believe that we are abundant, but we are not at all. We are, we are very limited because we are limited in our own mind. But nature isn't limited. It, it can think in never-ending numbers and in never-ending possibilities. It's it, just only one thing is we need. We need trust. We need trust, we need harmony, and we need uh, companionship.
3: Yeah, you're absolutely right we have to use uh, our resources how you said to to help uh, to uh, other people who actually don't have uh, um, the basic for a decent life yes so the children and uh, to see the the people and health and education uh, is is how to how i said the 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 money we're using to go into the space or we could use in a different way to make happy here people and uh, of course this is as our is how we see these things and of course if we are uh we're living um, like a part of uh, the nature we we're thinking that we are um we have more we're more intelligent than the nature of course we we can't we can't survive as a species because we're all together we are uh, we have to be in symbiosis uh, uh, together. And uh, the next question, Christian, for you is: uh, um, you have a lot of experience um, cultural in, between, in cultural interaction between Europe, Asia, America, and uh, you had experience uh, a lot of uh, relationships between people. Yes, between different uh, culture. People. And how do you see? Um, the the people, the, are they different, are they uh, the one the same? Um, can, can you actually uh, explain to us how, uh, from your experience, life experience, what divides us, or we are the same, or we are different? How do you see this?
2: Well, look, the division, of course, always starts in the mind. And the moment I'm fragmented in my own mind and I, I divide, I compare, I, I categorize, uh, I'm, of course, uh, not thinking in, 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 in any unity sense. But then, of course, let's also be honest, physically, on, on the physical level, we are, of course, individual we, we we are different you know you you look different than i look and 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 other people look again different and we have different attributes we have different backgrounds we have different cultures but but essentially you know the the question is you know that just imagine just imagine there would be aliens and there would be the knowledge and not only the vague wisdom that we are not alone in the universe and then imagine how little the difference between a Chinese and an American or an African is, as a sudden compared to a person. Let's say you know we use a stereotype that's green and, and and has tentacles. You know, so 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 we 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 see differences mainly out of fear, mainly out of, uh, out of frag- fragmented, so to say individuality. But the moment, you know, you know, something global would happen where we know we are not alone in the universe. All this makes no sense. I can give you an example. You know, when uh, the Russians had the first satellite in orbit, Sputnik, uh, quite some time ago, we had the first time pictures from Earth. You know, before we had drawings, we didn't have actual pictures because it was not possible, you know. And then at one point, we sent a satellite up there and we got the first real pictures. And what was really interesting is that within three years, almost in all, let's say, connected countries in the world, environmental movement started because people saw that picture and said, oh my God, this is such a small thing in big black space. If we destroy this, we will have nothing in the future. And there is a long distance between us and the next thing, so we better better do something. And I think that's the same thing that we we have to really go away from the old uh, uh, dogmatic teachings of the church, that we are alone and that we are separated in the universe and that the universe is separated from us. The moment we, we, we start to feel integrated, automatically also connection in the universe will come. Because, because let's be also honest, if I were an alien and I, I would fly by here, I would maybe leave a few sleeper agents here to, to watch. But I would definitely not make contact with such a crazy race because they probably kill me, dissect me, cut me open. It's <laughs> definitely not a good experience. So, and the next guy who comes along in the next spaceship, I would say, you know, come back in 500 years.
4: Thank you so much,
1: Christine. It's a brilliant example. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I, I totally agree that, uh, you know, everything which divides us is just in our heads. So basically we are all the same. We are uh, more similar than we are different. Thank, thank you, please. Um, uh, Christian. you know, um, on your LinkedIn profile, I found a quote, uh, which I like a lot, and uh, it says basically that when man lives under government, he's fallen, his worst is gone, and his nature punished. Um, And my question is, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people nowadays, they expect somebody to make changes for the better for them, you know. Uh, What do you think? Uh, Who should start these changes uh, for the better in the world?
2: Well, maybe I can answer that best with quantum mechanics. In quantum mechanics, the most strong act is to observe. You know, like in the double slit experiment, when you observe a particle, it behaves different than when you don't observe it. So the act of observation itself is the strongest form of change. So it's not so much that I want to change something. It's just that I observe the way things are. And I think that's maybe where we have to start, to to really look how are things and then of course we have to start in our own lives we have to really look around how am i how is my child how is my wife how is my family how uh, fragmented uh, am i How fragmented uh, am i in my daily life and i think if we start on that level we have the strongest impact because i don't believe in global solutions you know, the, the solutions have to start with the individual on a very, very small level. And then if enough people do it, the whole consciousness of humanity as a ch- sudden will change. I, I give you an example from the quantum mechanics for that. They, they used to do an, uh, an experiment on islands uh, where they gave potatoes to monkeys. And then, you know, the monkeys would pick up the potatoes and eat them, obviously, because they're, they're nuts, right? Right. And then as a sudden, one monkey decided, okay, this is really not nice because they were thrown in the sand and to eat the sand is very uncomfortable. So he went to the sea, washed the uh, potato and then ate it. And then, of course, the potato was not only washed without sand, it was also slightly salty. So it tasted much better. And obviously, what you expect is that other monkeys will do the same. And that happened as well. But what's very interesting in that experiment is that not only all monkeys on that particular island did that within a few weeks. No, but within a few months, all monkeys on all islands in that area did it. And today, all monkeys all over the world do it. So that can just show you how consciousness, even of an animal, is extremely connected. So if, if you really want to change the world, go inside, change yourself make a perfect family, make a perfect surrounding, uh, create happy, lovely children. You know, do it in, in, in these small steps and the whole morphogenetic field of Earth will react eventually.
3: Absolutely. Uh, thank you very much for for this advice, of course, to change the world. The change started with us, yes, for personally with us. And um, uh, how we said before, after conducting um, millions of interviews and uh, social surveys, and uh, the people we've been asked um, about how they would like to live in the creative society, and which kind of world they would like their friends and family uh, to be living. And um, these wishes and desires, they've been put into article. And uh with eight foundation and three stages of creating a creative society, uh, I know that uh, Christian you are um, you have been reading this article and um, uh, we would like I would like to ask you, would you like to comment one of the this foundation because we believe this uh, these eight foundation are the base of the creative society uh, where the human being is the core of the society?
2: Well, I I have to choose, if I have to choose one in the moment, human freedom, out of the possibility that in the moment, a lot of governments all over the world believe that they have the right to take away freedom from its citizens. And I truly believe that no government has the right to do that. And also no person has the right to do that from another person. We're essentially free. And if anybody does that with anybody else, we are descending slowly in in slavery. We are descending in ownership. We are descending in dictatorship. I mean, imagine what Martin Luther King would say today after his famous speech, I have a dream, and look at the world that now not only black people are enslaved, but almost everybody's enslaved. And if, you be, and if you think from the 1960s to today, we have actually declined in freedom. We have not gained freedom. And I really believe that a life in unfreedom, it's not worth living. I believe that dying for freedom is a just cause. And I don't mean a soldier dying for the freedom or the money of some company or some politician in some faraway land. I mean, individually, in our own societies. And I'm actually shocked how less people go on the street, how much people accept being enslaved and and put into their homes and into prisons. I, I, I have to really say... This is shocking to me, what kind of an example parents give to their children that they accept that they can't go to school, that they put them in front of a computer screen all day and say, wow, this is now your new teacher. I, I'm, I'm really shocked how less humans value freedom. And of course, you have to also give a certain credit to the government. If people are, don't fight for freedom, governments are happy. Then they have perfect control. They can... They can manipulate everybody. They can control everybody. It's, it's a very, very simple thing. But governments are always a reflection of our consciousness. I really, truly believe that we all have the government we deserve. Because let's just think about something very simple. If you start fighting for freedom, if you no longer believe that, okay, if the government locks us in, we stop working, we stop participating, we just really go in a lockdown. That means we no uh, longer participate in anything. Any government would immediately stop the lockdown. But in the moment, we are so happy to be locked in, we are happy not to be able to go to cafes, we are happy not to see our friends, we are afraid one. And the moment we accept that, Yes, we also deserve such a government. So again, it goes back to individual you know education, individual knowledge, individual you know also consciousness that we say, "No, I don't accept that for myself." And I promise you also when governments will continue like this, a lot of entrepreneurs and young people will simply go to different countries, and those countries who lock people in, they will lose their best minds and the most creative people very, very quickly. So this is really an open extension to all governments here in the world. Think about what you're doing, think about your own future. You don't want to create a society where all the good, the pride, and the free thinkers leave you. And you're sitting alone with those who are happy to be enslaved. Because trust me, that's not fun.
3: Yeah, I would like to ask uh, the first, uh, our technical support to, uh, to present the, the Foundation uh, Freedom, uh, Human Freedom, just to, to read it and uh, um, please, technical support them. Yes, Human Freedom. Every human is born with the right to be a human, human being. All people are born free and equal. Everyone has the right to choose. There can be no one. And nothing on earth above a human his freedom and rights. The implementation of human rights and freedoms must not violate the rights and freedoms of others. It's actually, is very um, actual today, this um, this foundation, of course.
2: You know, in a way, uh, a, a quote comes to mind from a philosopher that I cherish very much. Uh, his uh, name was Krishnamurti, and he said to be well just to be well-adjusted to a deep, to, to a profoundly, deeply sick society is not a measure of health. And, you know, that, that's for me the point. We are too well-adjusted. We are too less rebellious. We are too less individuals. And this is why our governments are just getting away with that, you know, because they say, oh, people are happy like this. The moment we stop adjusting, we stop we stop believing in that dream, a new dream will start. You know, in a way, they measured the consciousness a little while ago in different countries, and we are probably at the level of the Middle Ages right now. This much consciousness has declined in the last years. Not wisdom, not technology, that's different, of course. But the individual consciousness is one of the lowest levels ever in human history. But there's also good news. After the Middle Ages, there was a renaissance, and I'm believing that very soon also a renaissance will come back to us, that we discover humanity, individuality, freedom, joy, bliss, and all these beautiful attributes we have in life.
1: Thank you, yeah, I hope so, that very soon. This will be a reality, and uh, in order to make it reality, we need just unite all our efforts, and then this reality will be a reality much, much sooner. Christian, you know, um, there were so many attempts uh, in uh, in our history when people uh, were trying to, uh, you know, to build a better world, but uh, all these attempts they failed. Uh, uh, We believe that the reason for that was that every time people uh, chose not to get rid from the concept of power, you know, Um, and uh, even even now um, in constitutions of uh, almost of all countries, uh, there are many statements which are very similar to eight foundations which we we are presenting, Uh, but the, the main difference is that we still follow the concept of the power. And the eighth foundation of, for building the creative society says that the concept of power in the creative society is absent. So because the responsibility for society at the whole is, and its development, living conditions and harmonious format lies with each human. Uh, what's your view? Uh, can this be a reality when people govern the whole world themselves when people take responsibility on themselves and basically choose their own destiny choose the world they would like to live in
2: well i believe it is possible but i think that there are certain steps that have to happen i mean first i believe we are more powerful than we believe i think we are quite powerful beings, and we have a lot of possibilities. Again, when we go to quantum mechanics, you know, attention is one of the most powerful things you can give. I mean, just imagine there, there is uh, you know, uh, somebody misbehaving in a public place, and as a sudden, people look at that. They don't choose to ignore it. They don't even intervene. They just watch. They're silently observed. How long do you think that person will continue in its attempt to misbehave? That person will stop very, very quickly because he's in one, se- or she, whatever, is in one second in the focus of attention. And that attention just is an immense energy. energy. And it's also in a way also pressure to, to, to make people change their behavior. So, so I really believe that, you know, to govern ourselves, you know, rather I would like the universe to see governing us, you know, like it governs a forest, like it governs nature. You know, because that intelligence that is strong enough to run a whole universe, don't you think that little that can run our society? That can make our little problems go away? I mean, imagine just the, 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 the intelligence you need to to make a billion planets go around in the universe without colliding, without exploding, without collapsing. And if that intelligence, I think it is very, very possible to govern our society. But I think the I, the, the, the me has to go. It's not only that the government is the problem, it's essentially us. The moment there's an I in the equation, there's a me, there's an ego that wants something I want this, I am that, I own this, this is my house, not your house, this is my land, not your land, you know? This is my food. The moment we, 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 we have this fragmented mind, we are basically violent. The moment we lose that, we are peaceful.
3: Yes, of course, um, it's, uh, it's the concept uh, of we are, uh, has to go. And uh, we have to pass to the concept of we, and to treat our planet as our common home, and to treat uh, and to be treated to like uh, uh, between each other as a brothers and sisters, because we all uh, one human family. There's nothing divides us. Uh, a part of our mind, uh, in, inside of our mind, and uh, some illusion. How I said is is always is an illusion that divides us. Um, yes, a part of uh, Aid Foundation, which is the base of Creative Society. To implement the Creative Society project, we have three stages. So we're right now we're uh, implementing the first stage, which is informational stage, where we meet people from all over the world, we're talking to them, we're uh, having the conference, international conferences, we're having a, um, a round table, so having the researches. And uh, as well, we're using the theory of uh, six handshakes, uh, how we uh, we met you, uh, Christian. Uh, thanks to Lord Zia, that uh, was uh, very kind to introduce you, to nominate you to our program. And, uh, and uh, of course, uh, this is um, the theory which says that we are connected uh, between each other through six uh, or less uh, uh, social connections. So. Uh, this is uh, nice because uh, sometimes we're hearing some stories that uh, actually is uh, is unbelievable, and how this theory are uh, bringing us all over the globe. You know, from. From UK to Bangladesh to USA to Australia, so it's very nice when we're meeting every day. Nice people and uh, the people who are ready, who are already uh, doing a lot for to live in a, cre- in a creative society, how I call it, because you could call it differently and different name. You could call it happy society, constructive, uh, harmonical. I don't know, friendly, safe society. And uh, um, we asking all the time our guests uh, if they would like to nominate someone to, to participate in our program. So we will talk to the person, we will invite to them to the program and it will be their choice to, uh, to agree or not. So if you are ready right now, okay, if no, even after, it's okay.
2: Yeah, I have a person in mind which I uh, recommend to you definitely. Uh, because I I love the flow and I love the continuation of of that process. Uh, Again, you know, the the idea of the six handshakes is is, is again in, in a way that technically nobody is unreachable, right? I always know somebody who knows somebody and then they know somebody. And then mostly in two, three steps, you're already at the person you want to communicate. And all we have to do is actually ask. We have to simply ask, you know do you know that person? Could you introduce myself? And then you say, I don't know that person, but I know a friend of a friend. And then you're already there. And and if you think that that works with billions of people all over the planet, that shows you alone how, how close we are actually and how how less removed from each other we are. And I I definitely believe, you know, that we have to stop living in our bubbles, you know, we have to get out there. We have to really um, be open about this dream, share it. And, and I'm, I'm very glad actually for your work because I believe that just looking at what we just looked at, you know, technically what we just did, we looked at certain aspects of human life, of certain aspects of, of individuality, of certain aspects of creative or higher intelligence. And just that very looking at it already changed the world. So I'm very glad we are doing that. Thank you, thank you
1: so much, Christian. And uh, whenever, whenever you feel you are ready, please just share the um, context of those people. You believe they will be interested to take part in, uh, in such conversation. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, now, dear viewers, I would like to turn to you and tell you that there is no need actually uh, for waiting to be nominated to take part in such live conversations or to take part in the project. Uh, we are open and you are very welcome, please. Uh, please, uh, just uh, in order to, to join the project, just visit Allotry Night's website and, uh, and read about the project. Once you understand and accept the idea of the Creative Society and share it with people around you, you are in. And all necessary information can be found on this website. Also, you can see the red Join Us button on top. And uh, by pressing it and choosing one of the three options, you can let us know that you support the idea of the Creative Society. And in such a way, you can inform us whether you want to take an active part in the project, together with millions of volunteers worldwide. So uh, don't be afraid of anything. It's very simple. We all are volunteers. We do this in our free time. If you are interested, please just join. You are very welcome.
3: Yes, thank you. I just wanted to add that uh, Christian, of course, we are. Uh, you are invited to to be a host or co-host and in uh, the uh, interview with your friend or and. Um, Uh, Yes, and uh, to have a lovely conversation as we had today, and um, actually Creative Society is a reality that millions of people are building together right now. By joining our efforts, by each and every one of us participating in any way we can, standing next to each other, we can build this society so much faster. We all have one nationality, which is humanity, and one place of residence, our planet, and one value is our life. So, thank you very much, Christian, for today' enriching conversation. And uh, the last question for today's interview, what would you like to wish to our viewers?
2: Well, I really would wish that you start to live your own dream really no longer allow your governments to put masks in front of your face and to lock you down, speak up. Maybe wear a mask if you go to meet somebody else, but don't stop speaking up for freedom. Stand up for your rights. Stand up for your freedoms. Because trust me, if you don't do it, they will be taken away. Freedom is a very precious good which we have to fight for. And in a a way, you know, I dream of a revolution, but not of a violent revolution, of a peaceful revolution, of consciousness, of love, of uh, brothership and uh, sisterhood. And of a, a revolution that can truly create a world where our children can live free and happy and independent.
1: Very, very nice dream. Thank you so much for a lovely conversation, Christian,
2: today. Thank you very much for having me on that program.
3: And uh, the last thing, what I would like to say, that uh, we invite you, our viewers, to the uh, upcoming conference, which will be on 20th of March, 2021, uh, with the name is Creative Society, What the Prophets Dreamed Of. Please join us on this beautiful global sky scale event.
4: Unprecedented event of present history. Initiative that comes from people around the world. Main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019 International Online Conference Society The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people online, hundreds of broadcast platforms translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020. Creative Society. United We Can. 180 countries of the world. Millions of people online. Thousands of streaming platforms. 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the creative society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. International online event of global scale. Creative Society. What the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite. To find out the truth, join the entire humanity and spread the message.